magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Arcade show. Hey guys, what is up and welcome to the Touch Arcade Show, episode number 484. Uh, I am Jared, I am, I'm almost said I am g and this is Arid, <laughs> and we are your hosts on this magical podcast journey. Um, for those of you who are not uh, Patreons of Touch Arcade and have not, do not get the video version of this podcast, you just missed out on a 20-minute unboxing of terrible uh, PR media kit items that was sent to me recently so um right there is a pretty big incentive to want to join our patreon uh if i've ever heard one that's yeah. a that's a good incentive. but anyway so i'm um, the- i'm home alone right now with the dogs so uh-huh. if they go crazy i have no one here to contain well, that's them. okay yeah. ups guy already came so that's like the primary source of them freaking out so yeah same with my dog, and I have. There's a thing that's out for delivery for Amazon, so I we might get the same treatment at my house. But um, but anyway, I have the the taste of terrible, questionably non toxic candy in my mouth, and um, ready to uh, start the show. Uh, topic to kick us off. Uh, I, yeah, uh, I got topic. Oh, do you, do you have? I have one, but you can. Let's start with you. Okay, so. Um, Microsoft released um, headphones for the yeah. new Xbox, right? Like the the new Microsoft yeah, yeah, yeah. headset. Yeah, I've seen them. They, um, uh, oh, you've seen them out places. I it's been hard to find them here. No, I haven't um, seen them out places. I've only oh. I've seen I know of them. So um, they're pretty cool. They're a hundred bucks, um, which I guess is just the fucking normal price for headphones now. But um, mm-hmm. they actually like hook t- hook up to your Xbox wirelessly, like the controller does, right? Yeah, but what's nice. neat yeah. is that so how most people well I don't know about most but how my friends and I use um, uh, voice chat is we use Discord for like the actual like voice chat stuff yeah. and then um, like play on Xbox well I guess cross platform so Xbox and PC and PS4 and stuff because the Discord yeah. shit just works so much better than like the party chat and stuff like that because it right. doesn't like cut out in loading screens or. Yeah. And if the game crashes, you don't lose like, you know, voice and all that stuff. So, um, these headphones you can pair to your phone and it'll route the, like the, the, um, the microphone will be used for discord and the audio will come through as well as the Xbox audio. So I was like, oh damn, that's that's super cool. cool. So I really want to get one. Um, and, uh, so they went up for pre-order in like February sometime and I was mm-hmm. like, pre-ordering a pair of headphones seems stupid. Like, these are not going to sell out. And sure enough, because we live in hell, they sold out. Yeah, um, of course. So they sold out in Microsoft, like, instantly. I missed, like, the five-minute window that they were available on Amazon. Right. Um, so I was, like, when they popped up on Best Buy, I was just at my computer at the time. So I, I ordered them through Best Buy. Um, except, you know, being an accessory, I guess they're not doing, uh, like, launch day shipping or anything. Because it came out on the f- 15th or 16th or something like that and my best buy order mm-hmm. has been pre been preparing to ship since sunday so um, oh, okay so we went to, we i was out and we drove by gamestop and i was like let me just 
swinging here because these still haven't shipped. Like, who the fuck knows when they're even going to come? Yeah. Let me just see if they have them at GameStop. I'll just buy them there. Um, yeah. So they did have them at GameStop. And, like, I've always, mm-hmm. like, so I'm not huge into, like, the extended warranty game. But mm-hmm. um, the uh, motion at my front door. Oh, well. Um, Uh-oh. Not big into the extended warranty game, but like for stuff that I use all the time, like yeah. I hop on that. Um, yeah. So for these headphones, I was like, hang on. Oh, sorry. He just got home. Um, oh. So for these headphones, I was like, well, shit, I'm going to, I might as well, you know, spend the, the 10 bucks on the like replacement plan because like, you know, fucking sit on yeah. them or, you know, whatever yeah. else. Like you might as well. Right. Cause those stupid yeah. beats that I have, remember we talked about those a while ago, yeah. like I didn't have the warranty on those and it costs just as much to replace them as it does to fix them. Right. Right. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to buy the warranty on these. I don't care. And like, um, with Best Buy, it's like the geek squad stuff that's linked to your account and you don't need to keep mm-hmm. track of anything. It's just like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Problem. Okay, cool. Like what's your name? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pull it up. Yeah. Here we go. Um, so for GameStop, um, so I, I bought them. They are like, Oh, do you want, do you want the warranty? And, um, I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Give it to me. Yeah. You know, sure. Uh, why not? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm like checking out and she's like printing out, out like a sticker, which is what I texted you. So oh, okay. the sticker itself, which is like seriously the size of a postage stamp is the proof of the warranty. Oh god! <laughs> and I was like, because she was, she's like, do you usually keep your boxes? And I was like, I'm uh-huh. not, I'm not really. I don't know why. And she's yeah. like, oh, okay. Well, we usually stick these on the box, but um, you know, you got to keep track of this for your warranty. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, oh, well, this is the proof of your proof of your product. It's not plan. just in their system. And that's why that's exactly what I said. I was like, oh, well, I mean, I, you guys have my phone number and stuff, right? Like, I don't, you know that. I don't need this, like really need this, do I? And she was like, yeah, if you, you, if you don't have that, you can't, can't do anything. So it like, it pissed me off so much that like, I, I originally, I was like, oh, well, I'll just return the Best Buy ones. Like whenever I get it, like, fuck it. I don't care. I'll get these ones from GameStop. But like after um, like stewing on this overnight and just getting like more and more angry that like, because it seems like it's like designed for you to like, have a problem Lose your sticker yeah, yeah like have a problem go back in and be like hey this this thing broke or whatever oh did you buy the replacement plan yeah do you have the sticker your sticker yeah <laughs> and, and of course like who's gonna be like oh here's here's my sticker right here i've kept it in my wallet this entire time right like that i mean yeah. sure I'm, I'm sure people do but it's like it seems designed for them to like take your money on that and then like get you with this weird like fucking quintessential gamestop gotcha yeah. Where it's like, oh, sorry, you didn't retain the sticker for three years, yeah. so uh, yeah. you yeah. know you can uh, you know get fucked. Yeah. So I. So were you mad enough that you took him back? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Was it the same person? Um, actually, I had Lindsay return him today, so I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't participate in the returning, but yeah, I was like originally i was like oh who cares like it's it's the same basic thing like whatever i'll just you know stick this on the bottom of my xbox or or whatever um but then like no like the more i thought about it i was like this is designed to like steal your money (laughs) um yeah GameStop's pretty awful uh, so um do you know when your best buy ones come or they're still just whenever still tba who knows 
But That'll be interesting when you get those. I want to hear how they are. Um, I just like I, I just I hate how GameStop like always does this kind of shit though. I mean, yeah, like uh, it's like their entire business is structured around like these like weird things that seem like a good thing, but it actually like always has this like fucked up monkey's paw thing to it, where it's like, oh yeah, we'll replace your. It doesn't matter. Anything happens to these for the next couple of years, we'll replace them if you retain this postage stamp. You know, it's like what right, the f- right, right, right. I uh, I don't know how long that's been a thing with the little sticker or whatever, but I do know my buddy who's who games a lot um, bought the warranty for his um, Xbox Elite controller, and that thing has paid. He's gotten he's gone through like four or five, and they've yeah. all been warranted to where you just go in and they literally just hand you a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think the warranty was like thirty bucks or something like that, which isn't that's not cheap, but it's not crazy. Um, yeah, typically I mean, controllers only one fifty or something like that. So, but anyway, when you when you're going through them and you're playing as much, and they do wear out, the sticks wear down, and things happen to them or whatever, he's never had an issue. Just walk in and swap it out, um, which I thought was pretty cool. So th- I I um I like the idea of you buying the extended warranty for mm-hmm. something like this that can very easily get worn out or something you use a lot. Right, right. It makes sense for. Um, even though I never buy the Apple Care for my Apple stuff, so anyway. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I was just like, I, I was just so annoyed by that. It's like, I don't know. It's hard to <laughs> hard to really put into words because it's like, it's like how every other thing like that that I've ever done has been like, oh yeah, I mean like you know if you keep the receipt cool, but like otherwise we can just look it up by your name. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Right. Like, like is this the fifties. Like, why do you need like a a member card or yeah, something like to stick your sticker on? I kind of think that they were. Um, you know, it actually wouldn't surprise me at all is if like, mm. because I don't have their stupid power up rewards program. Uh, you know what? I bet that's the thing. If you have power up rewards, like it's all probably tracked in that. Oh, but if you yeah. say you don't want that, they're just like, yeah. well, he's got it. Here's this sticker. Then keep track the of the sticker. Then. Do. <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty interesting. Um, cause I definitely like clarified. I was like, this is stored like nowhere on your guy's side. <laughs> That's just seems crazy to me, but also not because it's GameStop. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, my my little bit of news this week is that um, I got my uh, my uh, Joe Biden mind control nanobot injection. Finally. Oh, so did I? So, did you get? Oh, did you? Um, did you get uh, Moderna or Pfizer mm-hmm. or Johnson Johnson? No, I'll have to look. It's the t- one of the two shot ones. I know. They, that, have you I come back? back. And- 28 days or uh what is the other one 21 yeah. i got it yesterday and i go back uh april 15th so yeah i think that's 28 days but yeah so that's the, probably the moderna one then so we, we might be moderna gang i think it was but um it says on my little card which i don't have with me which is concerning because i need to bring that card back with me <laughs> i should probably figure out what i did with it but um yeah, man. No, uh, I felt kind of crappy yesterday, like in the evening after it happened. Like nothing crazy, but a little achy and mm-hmm. a little just out of it. Yeah. Um, but my arm has been sore as hell. Oh, dude, my arm was sore it for like is. three days. Like, oh, it really? Was, like, so borderline concerning. I saw the bandaid on. <laughs> Forgot to take my bandaid off. Um, yeah, like trying to sleep. Like I oftentimes sleep under my arm under pillow, and like I just naturally did that last night without thinking about it and pulled my arm up and like almost howled in pain. It hurt yeah. so bad. So did you and Pam both get vaccinated? Huh? Did you and Pam both get vaccinated or just you? No, just me. 
she's uh, up in the air on about doing it because she's pregnant. Um, and she's talked to her doctor about it. And the doctors are basically like, I mean, there's nothing that should matter. Hmm. But at the same time, you have a little tiny baby that's growing at an alarming rate right now. And so um, we sort of determined... I mean, I still think it's up in the air, but um, we sort of determined that it's so close to September when the baby's going to be born that, um, and we've stuck it out for a year already, just being careful yeah. with masks and yeah. stuff like that. So, um, because the, the the doctors are like, we don't know; it's too new to know what it's going to mm. do. But but it, by now, and this is a few months ago that she's been talking to her doctors about it. But like by now, um, there has been people that have have gotten the. Um, Gotten the uh, what is it called? Antidote, the, the, the mRNA, uh, <laughs> the shot? vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. We've gotten the vaccine that um, have had children or whatever, but also those, those are people that got because the, the vaccine just came out, they, they're they all pretty late term pregnancies anyway, and so your child's really more developed at that stage or whatever. And so, where Pam's at right now, which is like a couple of months or uh, five, four months, five months, um. It's like, uh, I don't know. The doctors are even like, we still don't know. Probably fine. But you, I mean, yeah, if something I could happens, see that. you can't be mad at me because we don't know and everything's too new. So, um, yeah, we're, we're kind of thinking that we're just going to try and stick it out until September. And then after she has a baby or maybe even in like the eighth month or something when it's like the baby's basically developed. Um, because the other thing is like um, you'll pass the uh, – yeah, the, the antibodies, antibodies yeah. that you create through your breast milk anyway. So your kid will end up with basically a vaccine without having to actually get a vaccine through you um, and your immune system or whatever. But um, so anyway, that's the whole deal with that. But but might decide to change our mind and get it um, before then or whatever. But you would just hate to find out that like, oh, there's this freak thing that nobody yeah, really is. No, for sure. Causes for sure. something wrong. And I'm not like a anti-vax or I don't really believe the link between vaccines and the, you know, all the problems they're associated with. I'm very much get. get yeah. Kids I, I see what you're saying though. That would, it would just be nice to have more data surrounding that to be like, to be like, yeah. Oh no, it's totally safe. As opposed to like, well, we don't, it's probably safe, but we don't know. Yeah. You know, like I, I get it. Yeah. Cause like me, I mean like, pff, I don't give a shit, man. If this vaccine makes me grow a second head, it's like, whatever, it's fine. It's been a good run, but yeah, no, I, yeah, it's, it's different when, and the little baby, the new baby's like, um, avocado size or something like that. And so you think about like how tiny and how much they grow every day and how much they're developing every day. Um, it's just, you're, you're even careful about like just the things you eat and drink. And so, um, that's why right now she's going to wait, but, um, so we'll see when. Have, yeah. talk to him about the like so the pfizer and the moderna one are the the new like mrna style i wonder how the mm-hmm. doctors would feel about if she got like the johnson johnson one which is more of a traditional kind of like deactivated virus vaccine kind of thing like if the hesitation is like the new method or just the vaccine in general yeah i don't know i think the i because the way the um the mrna ones work it's like there shouldn't be, I mean, on paper, there shouldn't be any sort yeah. of like, I mean, I'm personally not worried about it at all, right. but I definitely see right. the, the hesitation. You're not injecting any virus into you or anything like that. But, yeah. um, at the same time, you just, like we said, nobody really knows. So you just want to be careful when you have a baby at that early, early development yeah. stage or yeah, yeah, whatever. Sure. But then, you know, the other things her doctors are like, um, they're like, well, if you got COVID, 
that's probably worse than whatever the vaccine might yeah, do to your baby. I, so that's like the other concern. Yeah. I mean, it's <clears> not <throat> an enviable position because like it, I, I, none of it really seems like, okay, this is definitely the right thing to do, right? Like that's... There is no right thing to do. Yeah. You kind of got to go with your gut, which is why I think, like I said, we've, we've stuck it out this long. We've been safe this long. And, um, you know, you're, you're so close to September. Yeah. already gone through a year. I mean, of this. you think about it like the the more people that get vaccinated, the safer it becomes to be yeah. unvaccinated. So it's not, you know. Exactly. And with the rate yeah. that they're vaccinating people now like, you know, it probably is going to be a non-issue inside the next couple months. Right. Potentially, you know. Yeah, potentially. I know they're ahead of schedule and all that. So But anyway, that's the case. So yeah, then we both got poked. We got the magic poke. Yeah. Turn us into zombies probably. Yeah, I and, felt uh, fine. I mean, my, my arm was hurt for a few days, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of felt shitty that day, like went to bed early and the next day I was just fine. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, that's how I was last night. So anyway, I mean, that's how I felt after getting like flu shots and stuff too. So it's not like, yeah. you know, I'm just anxious to get the second one and then know for sure that I can just, um, make out with random people on the sidewalk again, because oh, I that's know. been a part of my life that's been missing. I know how much you enjoy it when just like we're hanging out at GDC, walking through the streets of San Francisco and you see yeah. a homeless person, you're just like, can you just spit in yeah. my mouth, please? Yeah, I, I want to be, I want to be the, the, uh, spit sink at a dentist's office, please. I want to get my job back. Um, and COVID's really ruined that for me. So, uh, looking forward to being all vaxxed up yeah. with the, I'm just my, so excited that we're all going to, well, not all of us, you know, anyone that wants to, I guess is going to be vaccinated, like basically yeah. be ready by summer. I mean, I think this summer is going to be like off the fucking chain. Yeah. People are going to go crazy with yeah. being cooped up for a year and finally being able to go outside and, and not, uh, get sick from it. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. And then, um, uh, well, I'm not going to get into that. Actually, never mind. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so anyway, we could uh, shift more on topic, if you'd like, and talk about some mobile gaming stuff. It was another kind of slow week. or Not necessarily slow, but just not a lot of stuff that... Yeah. I usually pick things that like interest me personally. Well, real and, quick. So one more thing on that. The best site that I've found for finding an appointment to get vaccinated is... Um, vaccinespotter.org so with what some of these uh different utilities online um will like Mm. index like inventory around so it'll show you like put your zip code and be like oh walmart has it in stock right but it's like irrelevant if they have it in stock if you can't get an appointment so these guys Mm -hmm. this um vaccinespotter.org takes it like one step further and specifically shows you like areas or places that have available appointments hmm so, so like when you were trying to buy the NES Classic, and yeah, you were like <laughs> jumping around for for stock alert websites. Yeah. Uh, now they have that for vaccines. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good okay. to know. Vaccine. What is it again? Vaccinespotter.org. Vaccinespotter.org. Yeah. There's an industry for anything and everything in this world. So vaccine spotting, tracking websites. Yeah. Weird That's times. Expected. Um. So anyway, yeah. Like I was saying, uh. Only a handful of stories to talk about this week, but um, uh, whew, I'm tired. Maybe we should just call it a day. <laughs> that vaccine really wiped me out, you guys. Um, so, uh, big Genshin Impact update just came live today. Actually, version one point four. Um, I feel like I should be is... spending more time with this game. Like I, 
I well, that was part of the reason why I'm talking about it is because I was going to ask if you had been playing it at all. Uh, I really just I like fiddled with it a little bit when it first came out, and I yeah. was like, yeah, this is definitely cool, but like I would rather just mm-hmm. my vibe with it was like I would rather just play through um, Zelda well. again on my Switch because mm-hmm. like. I beat that game um, so much before uh, all the expansion pack stuff. Came. Like, I think there've been like two expansion packs that have come out. Yeah, and and, mess, yeah. Like when I when I downloaded this, I was like, "This is definitely cool," but like I would kind of rather play the thing that I already bought and not need to engage mm-hmm. in like freemium shenanigans. And that's a fair assessment. Everything else. Um, yeah, I've slowed on playing this. I was like a. Um, <laughs> two to four hours a day for a long time. And um, it's one of those things where you, it's annoying because you feel obligated to play it every day. And if it's like you have a busy day and all of a sudden you realize like, oh crap, I haven't logged in and done all the daily missions or, you know, done whatever. That's when free to play games, even the ones I like start when they start to feel like a chore or you start to feel like guilty if you're not like doing all the things. Um, that's when I start to be like, oh man, maybe this is a bad thing. But for me, I, I actually saw somebody give some advice that was basically like the best way to enjoy like free to play games like this, especially the gotcha ones or whatever, is um, to never. Who cares if you play it every day? Who cares if there's yeah, a yeah. daily login streak? Who cares if there's a whatever? And then the other thing is like when there's limited characters, who cares? Don't stress yourself about them. Don't like, you know. Uh, m- make sure you have to get the thing or if you don't get the, the special thing or, or whatever because those characters will always come around again even if it's a year later like you know you'll have another shot and nothing is like truly limited edition right. or exclusive um, in any well, free that, game that, Jared that's it's, not always true there are skins in these true. games that are <laughs> limited and you get real mad if you miss out on yeah. them so that's that's my thing, and and I think part of the reason I've been enjoying Genshin Impact so much is because I never cared about collecting all the characters. I was like, I I use my starter free people, and I've built them up, and they're really strong, and so far they've been good enough to get me through ninety nine percent of everything. And the stuff that I I run into that's like I I can tell my um you know my team isn't well equipped for it, or I don't have the right type of person for this certain challenge or whatever. I am slowly collecting people on the side and kind of upgrading them at a much slower pace or whatever. So, um, that's kept me really happy because I feel like with a lot of these other, you know, gotcha character collector games or whatever, I felt really panicky if I don't collect every person, right. Right, And have a roster of everything and get every limited edition person or whatever. And with this one, I went in with the attitude of like, I don't care. Um, but it did kind of get me on the daily login thing where I was like, man, I feel like I'm missing out on some, some stuff if I don't at least log in and do the daily missions or whatever. Um, which depending on the missions too, can be like a five minute thing or can be like a hour long thing or whatever. So it can be a time commitment. I mean, like Um, the longer ones are heavily checkpointed though, right? Like you could play an hour long thing, but in five minute chunks, right? Or no. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. If there's like multi, uh, like mission type things, um, it'll remember where you're at. Like if you had to suddenly stop playing or something like that. But, um, the problem with this game is like you, you, you log in with intentions to do one thing and then you get sidetracked doing 30 other things and then four hours is gone. So, um, but anyway, for the most part, I still like it. I still, um, but I'm, I've, I've given up on, on making sure I log in every day and it's not worth it to me. And then especially like this limited event that just started called the wind bloom festival or, or whatever it is. Um, 
the one they just had was the Lantern, the Lantern Rite Festival, I think it was called. And it was kind of like a, a Chinese New Year type thing or whatever. And it was fun. I think it ran for like two weeks or something like that. And it had limited events. And then it had thing like missions you had to complete before the event was over to get certain special things or whatever. I did like the majority of majority of everything, but I didn't a hundred percent do all of that stuff. And then the event ended and I was kind of like, Oh man, I did mean to go back and do more, but I didn't. And I'm like, okay with that. So I don't really. And yeah. so with this one, it's like, I don't want to get caught up again and being like, I only have two weeks to do all these things. It's like to play the game and just not worry about that. But stuff. What about your daily that's, login that's bonus? Neat. You don't want that 30-day prize that you get? Yeah, I mean, uh, they don't actually do a 30-day a thing. Uh, so many games do that, and I've gotten, <laughs> I've gotten trapped by that so many different times. But this one is more like um, you can log in every day to uh, earn some things towards the Battle Pass track, the free track. Because I actually don't buy the Battle Pass for this game either. But um, you still can earn some rewards as a free player. And so that kind of builds up your level of the battle pass to unlock awesome. different things, whatever. But, Speaking of but anyway, what, the, uh, what do you got? I, you got a battle pass? Yeah. Let me see what uh, level I am in, in the call of duty battle pass that I oh. fucking <laughs> live in. It just came out like last week or something stupid. It's a lot. I'm like level 86 what? or something stupid like that. What lo- What lobby are you? What type of lobby are you in? Uh, scrub lobby. What do you mean? Scrub lobby. Yeah. For scrubs. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know anything about call of duty, but I don't, I know my buddy is in the diamond lobbies and I guess is oh. that the highest. Oh yeah. Oh that Yeah. So you need to be like a pretty huge nerd to even like know what lobbies you're in. It like takes a lot of. That's I, he was trying to explain to me one time. And I was like, I don't know. Does he play uh, <laughs> Warzone or, uh, yeah, he plays. Oh man. Yeah, level 92 on the Battle Pass that came out. Uh, 92 of 100. That's exciting. Um, You'll get there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so yeah, I, well, I did throw this new story in there because um, I was curious if you had played it at all. I still think it's like, I, I still feel good about this being the game of the year, and I still think it's one of the best games you can play on, on mobile, and it's an easy recommendation for people that like games like this, and there's really nothing still nothing like it out there that's like this this kind of like scope right um but at the same time there's some shenanigans you got to navigate the choppy waters of free-to-play with this one and uh, i think if you know what you're doing and you go in with the right expectations it's good but i think for so many people um they have weaknesses associated with a lot of the stuff that free-to-play games prey on right Mm -hmm. and uh this game, as good as it is about that sort of thing, there still has areas that it's like they want you to to play and be obsessed with everything and collect everything and you know is what it is. But um, anyway, new Genshin update out. If you play that game, I'm uh, gonna spend some time with it this weekend. The new the new stuff. We'll see. The um, the League of Legends the- people hit me up about um, Amy and Android build, but like what I don't understand is like well, how is the Android build any different from the soft launch build? Oh, um, it, I don't think should be, I think, um, the whole point is getting the iOS build because it's not Android because the Android soft launch has been out for a while or the, you know what I mean? Like you, didn't you download the Android one a a few weeks back or something on the podcast Um, and fiddle around with it or something? No. Cause every time I pick up my, we'll, we'll, we'll see how this goes right now. You have to do an update on your Android. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, yep. Sorry. I got an update. (laughs) (laughs) What a great experience. Um, no, that's dumb. They specifically reached out about, um, having iOS builds, which is kind of the whole point. So whatever. I already played Uh, on iOS though. It's been out for like a fucking year. Like that's what I understand. Oh, right. Yeah. I guess, um, the, the uh is it the one where they mentioned that the servers won't even be live or was that uh, I magic don't know. i don't know i mean like i i know exactly what's happening here it's a pr person that's not familiar with mobile telling us re- what they've been told to tell us they have been playing league of legends since like september or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty much not a new um, concept yeah by any stretch of the so this is the second story i had queued up is um kind of the same sort of reason i threw it in there just to see what your thoughts were sky children of light just got a big update specifically an update that reduces the grind and kind of removes what you're just talking about a lot of people um felt like pressured and stressed about logging in and lighting all the certain amount of candles you do or whatever the heck it is i i don't play sky beyond the first like few days after it came out which i think it's a really cool game but it's just i never clicked with me and i never stuck with it so i was curious if you played this game at all or not no Um, i mean i i I fiddled with it when it first came out but right it didn't really do a lot for me and i just kind of never went back to it and i mean it was one of these things where it was like oh that's neat and now i'm just kind of over it you know like yeah yeah it's interesting i i part of me wants to try it again because it's been a few years now um and it was a really neat game um but i didn't really i don't really dig like social games where you have to have other people playing with you and stuff like that um and then uh yeah so i don't i haven't really i don't really know the whole like cadence of what you do in this game to like earn progress or whatever either but um, I do think it's interesting that they specifically updated the game to like remove some of that because they felt like people weren't were just logging in just to grind and complete these obligations instead of like hang out with each other in game and, and enjoy the game itself or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool. That's an interesting take I've never seen before. Um, but I'd be curious to talk to somebody who's like a hardcore player of this to learn how true that is or how grindy it was or, I just or whatever. I like don't know how you become like a hardcore player of sky. Like, like to me, it's like, it's very yeah. much a game that you download, play for 15 minutes and you're like, that was cool. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's stuff to do in the game. I probably never got to that point, but um, it's been around a long time too. And they keep updating it and I know it's popular. So be curious if you're a sky player, chime in, send us an email podcast touchrk.com uh we should have a radio call-in show we should have a phone didn't we used to have a google number you could call yeah probably, still, probably still exists i don't remember what it was though i don't remember it either but uh having a live call-in show would be pretty awesome actually um so anyway sky children of light new update uh to help uh reduce the grind apparently um so yesterday was a big Square Enix event. Um, I don't know if you watched this at all. I actually um, forgot about it and scheduled my uh, appointment for the vaccine right during when this was happening. So I, I missed probably it all. made the right call. Probably <laughs> Square Enix event or you know life saving drug. I don't know. Um, but anyway, 
they did announce a whole bunch of stuff, and there was uh, specifically three big mobile-related announcements. And so um, Mikhail did a good job of rounding these up into one little handy post here. Um, so the first one was a new trailer for Just Cause Mobile. And um, if you remember, this was announced during the Game Awards in uh, December, was it? Um, and it's basically kind of what you'd expect a mobile version of a popular PC and console game would be. It's sort of like a, a best of meant to be like infinitely playable and have infinite new content added type version of just cause um, featuring, you know, open world shenanigans and stuff like that, but also like a selection of characters and stuff from the various games in the series or whatever. Um, And it looks cool. And so um, it got a brand new, uh, cinematic trailer that also continues to look cool, but no um, release date. They basically have said it'll be out later this year sometime. Um, I'm downloading another update on my Android phone. So that's the one where you get the update it tells you you need, but then once you're updated, it gets you the next update. Instead of just updating you to the the top newest update, you just have to keep going through the mm. update. Yeah, yeah. Getting caught up. That's a cool. That's yeah, a cool that's phone. neat. Um, so anyway, Just Cause Mobile, new uh, trailer. Check it out if you haven't, if you are interested in that game. And then um, they very vaguely released a very vague teaser for um, a new Space Invaders AR game. Um, Square Enix is... Uh, I used to always pronounce this company as Taito. I guess it's Taito? Yeah. Taito. In my head, I've always said Taito my whole life. Hmm. So anyway, Square Enix and Taito... Um, are uh, partnering up to do a new Space Invaders game, and it's going to be AR somehow. The teaser trailer doesn't really do anything in letting you know how they're going to do all that, but um, it's a cool trailer. It's like a gives you the 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 goosebumps watching it because it kind of goes through the history of Space Invaders and stuff, um, which is kind of cool. But uh, same thing, no um, release date or anything for this, and. Uh, but there is a website you can like register your email or whatever and get updates about the game or, or whatever. But curious to see more revealed about this. This could be cool or it could be not at all cool. I wish they would just make a Space Invaders Infinity G- Infinity Gene 2. God, just update the original. Fart oh, around oh, oh. with AR stuff. Yeah, I uh, a thousand percent agree with that. Um, and then the last update, and I think the most interesting, is that they uh, have a new Hitman Sniper game in the works, um, tentatively titled Project Hitman Sniper Assassins. Um, the first Hitman Sniper is a surprisingly successful game on mobile, um, but also a seriously awesome game. Like, I played that game for a really long time years ago. It, it came out forever ago. Um, and it its biggest drawback was that it didn't really have a lot of variety like you'd play in the same i think they eventually released two additional maps or something like that but for the longest time it was like just this one map um but it had like a bunch of different like goals that you could achieve with just that one map um and it the mechanics are just really 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 good i mean if you want to hang out and snipe some dudes um it, 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 it was really like the best sniping game on mobile, I think. There's been a lot of really um, good sniping games, too. I mean, like, remember yeah. um, that, what was that one that Come To Us made a million years ago? The, the um, Was this just Sniper versus Sniper? Remember Maybe. It's yeah. like a multiplayer yeah. sniping yeah. game that originally I was like, this is super stupid. But, like, 
what what you're doing is basically like how quickly can you identify like the like the sniper scope in like an opposing building's mm-hmm. window and then um zoom in on yeah. them and shoot them before they shoot you. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I um I was really uh into Hitman Sniper for a while and then um it kind of did the thing we were just talking about where it got um updated. I, f- I want to say it was paid when it first came out. It was like five bucks or something like that. And then it switched to free to play or something like that. But it um, got to the point of where it was like I was way behind on like cool weapons and stuff because they would keep updating it with like these cool limited weapons or whatever. And it was like I was never able to get them. Yeah, yeah. And I just had like the boner tier uh, uh, weapons or whatever. And it kind of was a turnoff to me. Um so I eventually stopped playing it or whatever, but I did always love the experience and think it was a really good game and uh surprised it's taken this long to to do a sequel to it. So um that's what Square Enix Montreal's up to right now is those three games and they do good stuff. So same thing with uh all these games. There's no um release date, but this one, Hitman Hitman Sniper, they at least said uh in the coming months. So that sounds maybe like it might be the most ready to go out of all of these so we'll see but anyway cool event from square enix i like that uh these companies during the pandemic have put on all these like yeah i mean live stream events or whatever they're all really like informative and fun to watch and stuff like that like why hold on to things until something like e3 happens yeah i hope they keep doing Um, that yeah me too so um (coughs) this was just announced (coughs) excuse me yesterday and uh Developer Arte, which is like a French or maybe just European, um, it's like a public television station that has all these different branches and various types of arts and uh, entertainment and stuff like that. And so Arte, I think it's Arte Interactive now, um, is the specific branch that deals with gaming. But they released a bunch of cool stuff on um, mobile and other platforms over the years. Uh, Homo Machina, which was like that interactive like poster puzzle game type thing mm-hmm. and then vandals which was like uh basically like hitman go but with like a um street graffiti artist you know motif um typewriter which was like a um, game made up of of letters <laughs> for more or less which is really cool but anyway the point is that they always um have their hand in something really unique and definitely artsy and um a lot of times it's like um funded through their government programs or whatever. And so they work with a lot of like smaller artists and stuff too, that probably wouldn't be able to do the types of projects that they do without the help from them, which I think is kind of cool. So anyway, <clears throat> their newest game that they are associated with, at least on mobile, is called Unmaze. And it is, um, <coughs> excuse me, the virus is, vaccine is giving me a cough. Um, <coughs> it's based on the Minotaur, the Theseus, and uh, the Minotaur story from Greek mythology. Mm. And it's kind of cool. And so uh, you play as, i probably pronouncing this wrong, Ariadne, who is like, I, th- I think the Minotaur's daughter. Um, <clears throat> but she is the one who, in the story, guides Theseus out of the labyrinth and away from danger or whatever. And so this game, you're actually... Um, you play as her, and you're trying to guide both Theseus and, uh, let me see if I can butcher, Asterion, which is technically the name of the Minotaur before he turns into the Minotaur, if I understand correctly. Hmm. Uh, so you're basically these two boys 
who are in the labyrinth um, stuck, and then you're playing the girl who is trying to help them both out. The get the catch is that, and it, and it, and it plays out sort of like an interactive, like a visual novel kind of. There's like some branching dialogue options and stuff like that, and there's like some light puzzle solving, and you kind of got to tell them where to go. And based on certain situations, if it's if it's safe or not, you got to kind of make those decisions or whatever. Um, so it feels a little bit like something like Lifeline, where you're trying to like help somebody out by way of like text messaging, kind of. Um, it's kind of like that mixed with like an interactive visual novel type thing. Um, it looks really cool. The trailer is is really neat. But um, the thing that really stuck out about this to me is that. Um, so the whole thing is because you are one person trying to help these two different people in this massive labyrinth. You can't um, help them both at the same time. And so while you're dealing with one and you're working with them to, to move them on to the next area and help them get out of the maze, the other person has no help and is getting further and further into danger. Oh, and so you have to actually kind of balance how you're helping them, them out because your goal is to get them both out safely. But if you spend too much time on one, the other dude could just die and get into a situation and get screwed. So you have to kind of help them both, but not too much of, of one or the other. Um, and then the other really interesting thing that stuck out to me is apparently the game uses your device's light sensor oh. and it knows when you're in the light and it knows when you're in the dark. And so helping one character, you can only help them when you're in the light and the other character, you can only help when you're in the dark. It reminds me and of so, um, Golden. You remember the Golden Sun gimmick and the Golden Game Boy Advance? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. That's totally what that reminded me of too. And that was like a game, like uh, you couldn't really fake it with that game. Like you had to go outside and play it, mm-hmm. uh, the glare of the sun, if you wanted to. But <clears throat> so it is kind of like that. It's like, um, you know, in in the light you're helping um, Theseus, I think, and in the dark you're helping the uh, Asterion or, or whatever. Which he's kind of the bad guy good guy, bad guy thing, but really a cool concept. Curious to see how it actually plays out because, um, I mean, what are you supposed to do? And especially if you're supposed to bounce back and forth evenly, are you like turn off the lights in a room to play for a while and then turn the lights on to play for a while? Or, you know, what do you, how does this all play out? But it's like an interesting idea. I've never, for as many clever ways of developers have taken advantage of the different things that, um, you know, iOS devices can do, um, I can't say that I've ever seen like a gaming focused use of the light sensor. So um, yeah, that seemed kind of new to me. This kind of reminds me um, of uh, remember how um, uh, Spider Two had like the the moon cycle thing. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know, originally you're like, oh, that's so neat. Like it's cool. You're like you know, you you uh, complete the game over the course of like a lunar cycle and like all this stuff, yeah. right? It seemed really cool on paper, and then you were playing it and hit a point where it was like, Oh shit, I can't do anything. Cause I need to like wait for this like external force to, to wait till September. to play. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think it was just like, you know, you need to wait a week or two or something like that, but still like right. this, this kind of reminds me of a similar thing where it's like, it sounds yeah. really cool on paper, but like when you actually get to the point where you're like, man, I want to keep playing, but it's not like not light right. out or I need to turn on the lights or I don't know. Yeah, exactly. No, I, 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 that's, my whole thing with this is I'm like, that's a cool idea, but how's it actually work and will it actually add to the game or not? Or is it just like a gimmicky sort of thing that is cool and they're just doing it because you can, (laughs) but it looks like a neat game, even on its own, even if it didn't have like a weird light, dark gimmick or whatever, it sounds like a cool game and looks like a cool game. Um, so that one, this one also doesn't have a release date, but, uh, 
they do say it'll come this summer, so that pegs down the timeline a little bit. And uh, looks cool. We'll definitely talk about it when it comes out because it oh, sounds yeah. like a thing. But it's called Unmaze, and uh, you should at least watch the trailer if you haven't yet because it looks cool. And uh, last story I had, this one got me really excited, <clears throat> is the city-building game Townscaper is coming to mobile and Switch, actually, um, this summer, courtesy of Raw Fury. We're big Raw Fury fans around here. And um, this is one of those funny things. I, I don't think I articulated it well enough um, in the post about this. But um, So the developer of this game is uh, Oscar Stahlberg. And he's one of the people that worked on Bad North, which mm-hmm. Raw Fury also helped to publish and is yeah. a, a cool game. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, I've seen this guy's tweets about this game for at least the last couple of years uh, because somebody will always like retweet it or whatever. And then it gets a billion retweets because it's so cool. But he, he's been developing this sort of like city building technology where he created an algorithm that'll kind of like morph buildings together so you can build different sized cities and buildings and, and landscapes really, um, really easily. So instead of like, you know, modeling a specific one story building and then modeling a two story building. You can just like kind of draw it, I guess. Yeah. And, uh, the, he's been posting um, like videos over like the past, like kind of feels like years now of, of this yeah. whole thing evolving. And it's just been like, yeah. I remember, I remember the, like the first time being like, Oh, that's a neat art style. That's cool. And then like when it started right. getting into like the, the morphing of buildings together and stuff, I was like, okay, this is really cool. Holy crap. This is cool. And, yeah. And it's really, it, it's like magic how it all works so well. And how you can create these really detailed little villages and, and towns and stuff. Um, just might, might be able to use like my, seconds. my Android phone now. Maybe. Is it update, uh, updated? Uh, oh, no. Nope, another update. Week. Sorry. Oh, update. Okay. Um, but anyway, and so, yeah, it's like you. I've, I've seen little clips of this game, and it sort of seemed like it started as a tech demo type thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just sort of evolved or whatever. Um, and it was released in Steam Early Access in June of last year. And so it's been out there. And it has like rave reviews for the Early Access version. Um, but as far as I understand it, there's no real game to this. It's more of like a uh, – <clears throat> it's almost like an Animal Crossing type thing where it's like you just build your city how you want it and you create like green areas and you create bridges and roads and pathways and, and all the buildings and – and but you just are sort of doing it for your own amusement. There's not like a an overarching goal or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's kind of unknown right now. And and a lot of people are like, that's what we like about it. It's like a relaxing, fun like toy. It's almost like a, a little toy. Um, and especially during the pandemic, a lot of people have been like, this has been like a super chill thing. When I'm getting stressed out, like I fire this game up, and. Um, and so I don't, you know, I don't want them to force it to be a game because not everything is a game, right? Right, right. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see, because it's in early access, and so Raw Fury specifically, um, when they when they launch this game, which they say will be this summer, um, it'll be the full version on PC, plus bringing it to Switch and mobile. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see if it's, if it's the quote-unquote full version, if they found a way to gamify it more, or if it's really just going to be kind of what it is now, which is just like a really robust like city builder that you just kind of do for your yeah, own fun. Kind of noodle around um, in, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Which I am fine with either way. Um, <clears throat> but it's really cool tech, and it's really something I've thought ever since I first saw this that needs to be on a touchscreen because you need to be able to draw 
on the touchscreen with your finger and build these buildings. It almost seems like what it was designed for. Um, So I'm glad it actually is coming to mobile. That's really cool. But um, if you haven't seen this trailer yet, you need to watch it. And if you haven't, if you don't know what we're talking about at all, the tech is just really amazing. And um, if you're super duper anxious, you can buy the early access on steam. I think it's six bucks and um, try it out early. I'm maybe, yeah, five 99. I'm, <clears throat> Excuse me. I might actually do that myself because um, I remember when I launched an early access, I I put it on my wish list because I was like, man, I'd love to. I'd do anything to play that, but kind of forgot about it. Um, so we'll see. But really, the ultimate goal is to play this on mobile. So sometime this summer, uh, Townscaper is what it's called, and uh, definitely watch the trailer for this one if you haven't. And that's all I have to talk about. That's all I had set aside this week. You got anything to add? Uh, no, that's about it. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked to that, but I, I kind of, I don't know. I wish it was more of a game, right? Like, I, yeah. I don't know. seems neat though. I guess we'll see. Yeah. I'm sure the way you draw, like you path things out, right. And then you can build like buildings and then it seems like, um, when you build a, a, a set of buildings that kind of create a circle, it'll automatically create like green space in between like a park or whatever. Um, and then you also need to build bridges and like roadways to get to the different buildings and stuff. So I feel like there's a lot they could do with like you balancing those elements out, right? Like you got to have a certain amount of green space, but you got to have a certain amount of roads, but a certain amount of buildings or, you know, Sim City it out where it's like you got to build some residential and some commercial and some industrial. I don't know. But then again, who knows if there will be any gaminess to it or not. But <sighs> it looks really cool, though. Yeah, that's all I, I guess, have to say about that. I guess we'll see how it pans out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anything else? No, I'm just going to sit here and update my Android phone for the next six maybe hours. By, and yeah, maybe by next week your yeah, Android maybe. phone will be updated. What were you even updating it for? I don't know. Just so you could play, uh, play uh, League of Legends. On looking on yeah the Google Play Store to see if the League of Legends thing was still in early access or if I could download <laughs> it, and then it prompted me for update after update after update. And now it's rebooting again. So that's really fun. Um, I have that actually. Uh, I have um, this. I can share. So we uh, on the video version of the podcast last week we did a show and tell. I think it was last week or maybe the week before, and we had both gotten the same stand for our little Nintendo Game and Watches. Um, and so the annoying thing about these Game and Watches is that the you can only keep it on. Like I want to use it as a desk clock. You have to just keep it plugged in. Yeah, you have to keep it plugged in in order to have it not auto shut off or whatever. And um, it's annoying because the USB-C is on the side, which looking back and now that I have this stand, it would probably be more annoying if it was on the bottom. But at least if it was on the bottom, someone could make like a a dock or something, Mm -hmm. right, which would be cool. Um, but because it's on the side, it's kind of unwieldy to plug a normal USB-C because it sticks out right. and then it's the cord stupid. goes this way and it's just sort of dumb or whatever. Yeah, like, so I started 90, looking on, like 90 degree cables that like, yeah. So I, I, I looked, um, on Amazon for something like that and they do exist. They're called gaming USB char- C charging cables. And so they're specifically for people like, um, even Android phones, like you, uh, they're USB-C and they're at the same spot like a lightning cord. Yeah, I have is this on one, but it, it goes 90 the wrong way. Like I want it to go yeah. like back and around, I think. 
So the the gaming, quote unquote, gaming charging cables is exactly that. Like it plugs in, but then it goes 180 degrees behind your phone. And um, it does that so that you can stay plugged in and keep playing without having a big honking thing digging into your hand, which I've, I've have a lot of experience with. Yeah, you'll um, let me know. Instead, it's just like a more smooth kind of bump. And um, I was like, oh, that's really cool that they even make that. But then looking into it further, there's even more. And um, and I also thought, like, that's a good solution for this thing. If I get a cable like that, it'll just be a bump that sticks out and the cord will go behind it and it'll be easier to, you know, do everything. Um, and so, but looking further into it, they have uh, these ones that are, like, super tech. So <laughs> this is the one I got on Amazon. It was, like, 10 bucks. It You literally... It's got like a flexible cable where the USB-C is. The USB-C is like a tiny nub. And then you plug it in, and then the flexible cable wraps around the back of your device. Mm, okay. And this one specifically, it has like a suction cup area, and then the cord out of that comes straight back out of it. And so I don't think it'll suction cup to the back of the Game & Watch. Um, <clears throat> I'll probably find a different way to make it stick. But the fact that the cord goes straight out <clears throat> like a normal appliance. Yeah, board yeah would, that's cool. Will be a lot nicer. And then the, the plug that goes on the side will just be this tiny nub. Um, but the funny thing about this one is that it, because it's a gaming charger for your phone, um, it has RGB lights <laughs> around the circular part that the suction cups to your back. And so I'm like, Oh great. Do I have to like cover that? Or do I want RGB lights behind my game? Yeah, maybe, watch? maybe I do. Um, but anyway, the, the thing that sold me on this one was that it's got the flexible USB-C head um, that's super tiny and low profile. So uh, next week on the video version, another great reason to subscribe to uh, patreon.com forward slash touch arcade. Um, I, will, I will open that thing up and see how it works, and then we can talk about it on the, uh, the uh, pre-show of next oh, yeah. week's video Let's podcast. Do it. So. I, I need a solution like that, so I hope it's good. Yeah, and if it's, uh, I'm really curious about the RGB lights because there's definitely some more basic versions of, of kind of the same thing, but nothing else that has the flexible ribbon um, connector. Everything else is a, a more pronounced hump. Um, so we'll see. A dumb thing to care about, but I want my Game & Watch to be a, a desk clock. All right, my phone so with that, how way updated all the way. Something to look forward to next week, an updated Android device and a uh, RGB gaming charger cord two really cool things in these uh two almost 40 year old yeah these these, lives. these trying times we live in yeah. i have my uh custom game boy getting built too it should hopefully be sent out this coming week and then um same sort of thing like the dude that makes them has been like sending me some in progress pictures or whatever and uh i'm just like yeah this almost 40 dude with his custom game boy bill <laughs> But hopefully in the next couple of weeks we can talk about that on the podcast too. So anyway, uh, if you like that and you want to check out the video version of this podcast, you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash tetracade. Even as little as a dollar a month will get you access to some sometimes silly things and sometimes uh, whatever. But you get a good, uh, what, eight, eight to 25 minutes extra podcast time in the, the pre-show. So, oh my God, uh, Jared, my phone. That's not... Is a hundred percent up to date. What? What are you even going to do with yourself? Up to date. Security patch level. Everything. Everything's yeah. up to date. 
exciting. Um, also, beyond Patreon, you can help us out by doing your Amazon shopping, such as uh, buying RGB light gaming charging cords for your phone. I should throw one of those up in a post on Touch Arcade with an affiliate. Um, you can uh, do your Amazon shopping through toucharcade.com forward slash Amazon. That helps out. Uh, helps us out and does not cost you anything extra. And uh, we didn't get to any Game Club shilling this week, but you can also do a 30-day free trial to Game Club on iOS or Android by visiting the banner on our front page. And uh, that also helps us out if you end up doing that. Um, lots of Game Club stuff I'm sure we'll be talking about in the future. So, oh, yeah. Anyway, with all that stuff out of the way and my throat on its way out, uh, thanks again for listening to this week's episode, and we'll be back with another episode of the Touch Arcade Show next week. See ya.